pray, Father, we thank you for the blessing of fellowshipping with you and with your people. Thank you for the grace that allows us to be alive, to see what you are doing, to hear what you are saying, and to be part of what you are even doing. Thank you. Open our eyes tonight to behold wondrous things out of your law. Indeed, the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that we may know the hope of your calling and what is the riches of the glory of the inheritance you have in the saints. Have mercy on us. Guide us into all truth and help us to know your will. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Please be seated. I'm still on my theme, others. General Booth, founder of the Salvation Army, he it is who sent a telegram to his leaders. And the telegram had only one word. He himself couldn't be there because of his failing health. But when he sent the telegram, that one word was others. He sent it to jolt their minds and to guide them for the rest of their lives as they lead the church. And others is also relevant for us today. God wants us to think about others. God wants us to live for others. God wants you to love others. Apart from your few little ones around you, God wants you to serve others in your lifetime. God will also be happy if you made sacrifices for others. Yes, for yourself you can, but often for others we will not make those sacrifices. God wants us to also um, use our blessings for others. So today I'm talking about your blessing and others your blessing and others or others and your blessing and um, before we get into what we have for tonight I just want to remind you that your judgment will be based on how you treat others one of the past questions that will be asked in heaven we, we haven't gone there, but we have seen the questions. They say, when, when you get there, one of the questions will be, Jesus said in Matthew 25, he says, but when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. So this past questions. He will sit on his, we know that this is what will happen. He will sit on his glorious throne. All nations will be gathered before him. And he will separate them from one another as the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep on his right and the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right. So this past question, he will say, Come, you who are blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. Naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, 
and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. In fact, then they will ask a question. Next verse, verse 37. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? Then the king will reply, I tell you the truth. Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did it for me. Then he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you who are cursed into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Then he said, for I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, you did not invite me in. I needed clothes, you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison, you did not look for me or look after me. They also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or needing clothes, sick or in prison and did not help you? And then he will reply. He said, this one is like, you have gone to heaven and they are showing you what happens there. And then he will reply, he said, I tell you the truth, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do it for me. So, you will see that Jesus is, is looking at you and is, is expecting you to live for others. Yes. So, when you even come to church, it must be one of your main concerns that, what about others? Yes. Because one day your judgment, you were dressed, but was somebody, one of the least of his brethren dressed like you were dressed. He says, I was naked and he didn't give me anything to wear. He said, ah, when did, if Jesus was here, pa, I'm sure that whatever you are wearing, you will give it to him to wear. Is that not so? So, we need to have that basic understanding that your judgment is, will be based on how you treat others. Especially those of the household of faith. Turn your Bibles with me to Genesis chapter 12. Beautiful. Genesis 12. Genesis 12, we see the call of Abraham. From verse 1. Genesis chapter 12. If you have found it, say I found it. If you have not found it, say, wait for me. Verse 1, he says, Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and will bless thee, and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that cursed thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. This is the call of Abraham. Come out of your father's house. I'm going to show you a land. He says, I will make your name great, and you will be a nation. I'm going to bless you, Abraham. But your blessing is not going to be with you alone. And you are not going to just 
enjoy it for yourself and for your descendants. But he says, but all nations are going to be blessed through you. When we read Galatians chapter 3 verse 13, we even sing a song with it, Galatians 3. He says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the Lord, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed be every man that hangeth on a tree. Verse 14, it says that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. That the blessing of Abraham, so we sing a song, Abraham's blessings are mine. Have you heard the song before? Abraham's blessings are mine. They are mine. I am blessed in the morning. I am blessed in the evening. Abraham's blessings are mine. Abraham's blessings are yours. Now, the blessing of Abraham does not end with, the, with Abraham. The Gentiles were supposed to come into that blessing. And once you think of that, what must come to your mind is that God wants you also to, when you are blessed, to be a blessing to others. You are blessed to be a blessing. Tell your neighbor, you are blessed to be a blessing. Your blessing should never remain with you. But today's church... Of course, you say the world has become more dangerous. Yes. But often the world has become dangerous because we are the salt of the world. And if we lose our taste, how will it be salted? Yes. We are supposed to enter into the world and change the taste of the world. But when you live for yourself and concentrate on your needs, your blessings, Somebody said, the church is, um, the message of the church is, God bless me, God bless me. Then when God blesses you, he says, get all you can. God has blessed you, you get all you can. Then you can the blessing. Step one is you get all you can. Get a car, get a house, get wife, get children, get more houses, get more lands. Get more travels, get more this, get more this. Then when you finish, you, you, he says you can what you get. You, 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 you gather it and keep it. You can it. Put it in a can and cover it. It's for me, myself, and I. Then you guard the can. Do you understand? You guard the can that you have put your things in. You guard. It's like the life of a Christian is he gets all he can. Then he cans all he gets. Then he guards the can. Hey. <laughs> but right here we are told that when God called Abraham, come out of your father's, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to change your life. I'm going to make you a nation. Now this is the vision of every man. This vision is, was spelled out even in Genesis 11. The whole world was one. They came together. What was their vision? Let us build us a city. Let us make us a name. So that we will not be scattered. Let's build us a city and a tower whose top will reach to heaven. And then let us make us a name. So that we are not scattered. But we are together. And God didn't like the agenda. Because any personal human agenda without God is, is, is not acceptable to him. So an agenda that excludes God, he comes to confuse it. 
So he came down and he saw what they were building. He said, I don't like what you are doing. I don't like what you are building. I'm not enjoying it. He said, he scattered the whole place. Only God can come up with such a plan. That when people are doing something, you can change their language. Not even spoil what they are doing. You just decide that hey, you will speak three. You two, you speak English. And you two, you speak French. So even the people were speaking one language. Then suddenly, they couldn't hear themselves again. Because when you speak in Arabic... Then this one is speaking in Ga. So you may say, that, oh, give me the block. Then this one will say, He said, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, what are you saying? What are you saying? He said, I will slap you just now. He said, why are you looking so angry? What is wrong? He said, because I feel that you are insulting because they, they all had different languages. But when he came to Abraham, the same agenda that the people had, he said, I will make your name great. So they said, let us make us a name. And God said to Abraham, I will make your name great. It means when the agenda is yours, he doesn't like it. But he can have the same agenda for you if you will follow his agenda. Yes. Are you there still? So the same agenda they had. You see, that's why today, if let's say you want to prosper. Ah, the Bible says that even you being evil know how to give good gifts. How much more your heavenly father will he not give unto you the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? It's like you, we cry. When your child asks you for, a, for bread, you don't give him a stone. When he asks for uh, uh, egg, you don't give him a, serpent, uh, 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 a scorpion. And when he asks for fish, you don't give him a serpent. Even we cry that God describes us as evil. We know how to give good gifts to our children. How much more shall our heavenly father... Oh, the Bible says that fear not little flock. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sometimes people behave as if God is not interested in what we eat or what we wear or what we drink. I've been serving Him for years. I've never chased after riches or money and I'm not poor by the grace of God. I will not be poor too by the grace of God. Never chase money. I don't preach. I don't preach to get money. I can preach in a way. By the time I finish, about seven people here will be financing me every month. Oh yes, your pastor will be here. He won't even know. <laughs> every month he be an hour salary, no percentage into my account. Chain it direct. Standard order. Standing order. There was a way to preach. A man of God can present himself in a way and preach in a way and prophesy you all your money out of your bank account. Oh. Well, I know how to do it. Praise God. My God. I see something. I tell you. Mame. Papa. Amen. Oh my God. By the time I will finish ministering to you, now, well, I will feel say, your, your life is tied to my spirit. It is in my spirit. Yes. But never so. Never so. When in our ministry we con- we've concentrated throughout winning souls. Person to person, go for outreach, win souls, establish them, train them. It has never reduced the church. 
No matter how big you are, you are a doctor, you are a pharmacist, our expectation of you is that you must be a soul winner. You too must be a blessing on others. God didn't bless you to have a car so that you come to church alone with only that one woman you have married, with your two children, with one space at the back. Somebody should have been sitting there who is being brought to church by you. Oh, you bought a nice car. The car is so nice that nobody should sit in it, only you. Is that why God blessed you? There is a blessing he has given you. And that blessing doesn't stop with you. It's you are blessed to be a blessing. Hey. There are people in our churches. They don't have money to even buy food to eat. Whilst we are concentrated on myself and my children, afternoon lunch on Sunday, when they finish the church, as if they've, they've, they've blown a whistle, on your marks, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion, fellowship, contribution, participation of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forever more. You see that you are the first to reach your car. Because this Sunday afternoon, we've decided to go to Kempeski for lunch. Hey! But the Bible says you are blessed to be a blessing. So the blessing of Abraham, the, the, the chip, the microchip inside that blessing is that it continues. It's from you to others also. Others must be affected by you. Others must be blessed by you. Others must enjoy the blessing of God through you. The blessing of salvation must never end with you. The blessing of riches must never end. No matter how little you have, it must still be shared. It's not supposed to end with you. The blessing of your time, the, bless, the blessing of leisure, the whatever blessing God is blessing you, a job that you have. God did it, you see. Unfortunately, the church today, you see them, we preach for them to, be, to prosper. You see, the churches that concentrate on prosperity, the people who are prosper, they don't give much. They don't give much. Because they have not understood that your blessing is not just for you, yourself, and yours. But it is supposed to affect, even it must affect the church, it must affect others in the church, and even others beyond where you live. And that's why I said, Abraham, I'm blessing, I will bless you. In multiplying, I will multiply. In Genesis 22, he said the same thing of Abraham. He said, in blessing, when he, Abraham was going to sacrifice his son and he eventually did not sacrifice him, he said, in blessing, I will bless you. And in multiplying, I will multiply you. Hallelujah. Amen. Genesis 22, um, all the way from 15 to 18, said, that in, now I know you fear God. And because you have not withheld your son, your only son, that in blessing I will bless thee. And in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sun which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. 
In thy seed shall all the nations of the world be blessed. So as you sit here today, I proclaim the blessing of God upon you. But I want to tell you that it only becomes relevant when it is targeted for more than you. You are blessed to be a blessing. Give somebody a high five and say you are blessed to be a blessing. Blessed to be a blessing. Now God has given you a house. Now you are, you, are, you are relaxing so much that now you can't use some of the time that you used to lie on that bed to wake up from the bed and go out on the streets and talk to somebody and say, this same Jesus who has changed my life and blessed me like this can also bless your life. Ah. Fantastic. Hey. Esther. Esther. Let's go to Esther. I was not calling somebody here. <laughs> the way some people are looking at me, I think they thought that I was calling some Esther sitting around. No. <laughs> Is there somebody called Esther here? Uh-huh. The way you are looking at me, it's like as if I was calling Sister Esther around here. But I was not calling Sister Esther. I was saying that let's go to the book of Esther. <laughs> hey. Fantastic. All right. Esther chapter 4. You all know the story of Esther, isn't it? I'm talking about you are blessed to be a blessing. To Abraham, he said, I'll bless you. You will be a blessing. Esther was that orphan. Mother died, father died. Uncle raising up. Uncle sees, I don't know whether it was in the newspaper, but the king one day decided to have a beauty contest to choose another wife. Because the, the mother wife that he had, the grown up wife that he had, didn't want to show her beauty. When he asked them, my, friend have, my friends have come, I told them that you are more beautiful than all their wives. Come and show them that I have made a good choice. He said, hey. I mean, when you get drunk, eh, you, don't, you don't give any instructions. Don't add me to your foolish instructions. And she sent it back to him. Yeah. I, I should come and do what? Come and walk around. I'm not a little girl. Ah, what kind of foolish idea is this? As for these men, when you eat and you are full, then you just give any instruction you like. I pray that you not be such a difficult wife. If your husband says, Come and dance, dance for him. One day, my wife was going to where she had dressed up, she was going, and I saw her, she was dressed very nice. Then she did something, I don't know, but it felt as if she was giving, she was moving in a rhythm. So I said, Hey. Hello, Joey. You are dancing. Dance for me. She said, oh, why? <laughs> I said, oh, but you can dance. I said, oh, she said, I, can't, I don't know how to dance. I said, oh, you, you can dance the Azonto. You can make some move. It's very nice. Do it for me. Then she stood for some time. Then she said, I said, that's right. That's a very good move. <laughs> you see, but you see, if you are not humble, you can easily be replaced. So this man decided to replace this wife and he decided to parade all the beautiful girls in the city so that he can choose one of them. And Esther said, you look just like these people. 
We are not from here, but you look just like them. Don't tell anybody where you come from. Go and also participate. So he bathed her, dressed her, and took her there. Then they polished them, made them nice. They brought them before. When the king saw Esther, he didn't look at anybody and say, hey, bring that one to me. Bring her to me. Quickly, 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 quickly. Bring that one. Bring her one. Bring her two. Bring her three. Bring her four. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Esther was taken quickly. Hey! Esther is now blessed. This orphan girl who was virtually homeless is now a queen in a king's palace. What a blessing. What an elevation. Here you are, struggling with your exams. God has now honored you. Now you are a chartered accountant. You are now working in a very nice palatial office. When we pass by your office, it's made of glass. Then one day, a wicked man came out into the town and he said, All these Jews must die. Because Mordecai was one of them. And he didn't like Mordecai. And instead of just targeting only Mordecai, he decided to target Mordecai and all his people. So he made the king made a writing, a letter, to eliminate all the Jews. Then Mordecai, Esther's uncle came to her and said, Sister, time has come. She said, for what? To use your blessing for others. It's not time they, they want to kill all of us. But now you are, you are at a powerful place. You are powerful. You are the queen. You are the queen. The, the wife of the king. You can do something. You are blessed. You live in the palace. You eat conflicts. Sausages. Servants, when you call water, they bring you water. You, you used to fetch water on your head. Now, they bring you water. They make hot water for you to bath. <laughs> but now that blessing was not just for you to just enjoy and be in the palace and pat yourself and say, God has blessed me. The Lord has blessed someone today. The Lord has blessed someone today. It is me, it is me, it is no one else but me. It is me, it is me, it is no one else but me. The Lord has blessed me. But Mordecai said to her, go and talk to the king and change this thing. You know what Esther said? Things are different. Things are different. You know, over here, we don't do things like that. If king hasn't called, you don't go. If king has not said it's your turn, you don't come. If I go and it's not my turn, I can be killed. Hey, I don't want any problems. Ah. Uncle said, hey, is it you speaking like this today? Is it you? I'm surprised. You speaking like this, saying things are different? Are you not telling me that you can't take your face to go and defend us and save us. Why did God bless you and bring you to the palace? Oh Esther. 
They have, God is asking us the same question. Why did God elevate you and give you positions, give you intelligence, ability to think, ability to reason, ability to be educated? How, why did he bless you? Why did he put you at a vantage place in that particular company? Why did he put you as head of that school? Why did he bless you? That's the question. Why? Why? Why did he bless you? Because God is expecting that even if you are blessed, think of others. When you are in the palace eating your sausages, Esther, think, know that you have other brethren, other people. They are not blessed as you are. But use your blessing to be a blessing to them. Esther said things are different. Nancy, why them? If I go and then I'm killed, that's it. I'll be finished. And the uncle said to her, she said, look, you don't go. If you don't go, you know what's going to happen? Esther chapter 4, verse 13. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, hold your peace. You won't speak. You won't go. You won't step out. You hold your peace. You won't talk. You won't reach out. You won't save souls. If you hold your peace, the church, many in the church are holding their peace. Many in the church are not going. They say, I can't go. I can't preach. I can't reach out to another person. The people are dangerous. They look wicked. They can kill me. Wow. So you hold your peace? He says, if you hold your peace, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this. I want to tell you today that you are coming to the kingdom for such a time as this. To go out there. To reach out to some others. Others need Christ. Others need a shepherd. Others need the messages we are hearing. Others have issues. It's time for you. You have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Don't sit in your nice office with your nice tie and don't go out and say, me if I go out these days in the evening, I hear they are carrying a lot of people and I don't think if I go, I don't want to die. Hey, as for me in the evening, it's my children's homework and I have to look at them when they are sleeping because it's one of the joys of my heart to see my daughter close her eyes. Okay. Oh. If you don't go, think about it. You will not escape. That's what he says. When all these unbelievers walking around become armed robbers, do you think when they are robbing houses, we escape? We, instead of them being converted, when they become Al-Qaeda members, Boko Haram members, uh, what's the other one they call it? The, India, uh, the ISIS. And then the one in Kenya is called what? Al-Shabaab. When they entered that shop, shopping mall, and they were firing and killing people at random, 
Were there Christians in it or not? There might have been some Christians. And did they escape? Will they escape? Because you see, when you don't go out and with your excuse, after all your blessing, your salvation, now you are saved. Now you are delivered. Now you are now a child of God. You speak in tongues. You sing in the church. You sing in the choir. But you will not go out and go and face these others who need salvation and who need the messages we are hearing and who, who have a lot of issues. Satan will pick them, turn them into wicked armed robbers. They come to your house. You will be asleep. Bang, 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 bang. And, and sometimes the surprise element with which they attack homes. You can't even think, if you have a phone, even who to call. You have a number. You even can't even press a number. Bring all the money. Bring all, and they will be screaming all over the place. With knives, with machetes, with guns. Do we escape? We cannot escape it. That is why you have to always understand you are blessed to be a blessing. You even come to church, God has blessed you. You won't pay tithe. Oh, Christians, what is left of us? Because you live in a church which is nice, built. Look at your glasses. Glass windows. Beautiful, uh, ultra-modern, high-pixel projector. Modern Phantom G8 Phantom Roland keyboard with Yamaha Montage 8. And the bass guitar is what? Is it a washband? It's a what? High Barnett. High Barnett. High Barnett. And your drums is what? GW, DW, and your lead guitar is what? It hasn't got a name. Square. Mm. Nice plants. Carpeted stage. Even you can come to church and you'll be thinking, well, can they put carpet on the floor? The other day when I was walking, I almost slept. You'll be thinking of changing carpet or adding carpet in the church. Now I say, hi, I see fan also about who, when I pass an oba on Pesia so fan, he did the man of the door. You see that in the church, that's how our, now our concentration. To add air condition to make our lives more comfortable here, here, here. Think not that if you, you continue to stay in this palace, enjoying air condition, hot water, running hot water, servants serving you, eating food, breakfast in the morning, breakfast, lunch in the afternoon, dessert in between, brunch in between, sleeping, enjoying and so on. Don't think that you will escape. Don't think. That's one of the motivations. People need to change. People need the Lord. One of your blessings, you are blessed with salvation. And you are sitting in the church. Never once will you go. When we organize outreach, it's the lowest participated and attended program in the church. And you call yourself a Christian who has been saved by the blood of the Lamb.
You should just come and be titillating you with nice sermons. Scintillating you with revelations that another revelation from the book of Joshua. In fact, I was very blessed by that insight in the book of Joshua. The way you talked about confidence and courage that Joshua had when God said to him, He must be courageous and he would take the land. It was very powerful. I was amazed by it. We are like that woman who had hundred coins. One is lost. In the wisdom of God, eh? The lost coin is more precious than the 99 that you are, are there in the house. So she left the 99 and she went, combed the whole house, swept everywhere with candle, with, with light, with things to find the lost coin. When she found it, oh, she called the neighbors to rejoice and say, my coin was lost, I found it. Today's church's wisdom is not that way. It's that keep the 99, after all, it's only one. After all, it's only one. We have 90 now. What, what, we, one is, what, what is that? What is that? What is that? But you see, Jesus said, What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Because in the, in the wisdom of God, a soul eh, is more precious and more valuable than the whole world. Put the whole world on the right hand side and put one soul. No matter what type of soul it is, it can be a carpenter soul, it's a soul. In the sight of God, it can be... You see, when you even go out for outreach and you see some of these people who are not well dressed, you, you don't think that they fit in your church. You won't think that they fit in your church. It's like, oh, these people, they will come and make the church dead to you. They are not proper souls. But when I look at how I used to be here, I used to go farm, cut wood, I'll carry it. At the age of seven and eight, carry firewood on my head, long distances, come back, fetch water. From a, I was like a village boy, I'm telling you. Today, when you look at me, I look very nice, very well cultured, groomed, with nice designer glasses, with nice international, I don't know what you call this thing. Kaftan, uh, well tailored, designer, with iPhone, iPad, I this, I that, I this. So I look like some nice soul that. This is the type of soul that God wants. But such were some of us. We had no nothing that you should desire us or like us. Even your, 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 your bishop who is sitting here, he, he also was like that. He was a driver. Even you, if you, don't, you know it, he would tell, uh, tell us his story every day. He was a driver. Most of you will not regard drivers. That because of God's blessing. You see, God, and when God blessed him to be, a, uh, to be in KLM, become a manager, become this, this, this. He, if he had thought only of himself, he would still be working at KLM. I had one of the best jobs that anybody would like in the city. Hey, KLM is flying, then you'll be, you see me working. I used to admire it. Yeah, um, yeah, this is, uh, and be talking, then you'll be walking. Then, hey, then we who are now looking for a seat, you'll be looking at him like this. Hey, Charlie, me near by man, already a page and he said, Hey! There's somebody who called there. It's like the flight. No, um, passenger. I do, I, he, he's checked in. He's checked in. <laughs> hey, Charlie. Dina, why Papa Penny say? Hey. 
He was blessed. For what? So that now, you can now take Mama you. Now we go every, uh, every three months, we go to Amsterdam. And you should go to Amsterdam. Hey. <laughs> hey, D, or call Amsterdam, not Basa. You can go to Amsterdam, to one day be, and then he returns. It's like he went with a flight today, go to do something. No, by the next day, no, he's coming back to Ghana. Hey, D, me. You see, but when you see a soul like that in its raw state, it's not something to be desired. But if you think of others and recognize that a soul is a soul and is precious to God. And you must use whatever blessing. You are a student. I mean, some of us have retired, but it's still not too late. We can teach younger and encourage them. Look, I couldn't do the things that the man is even saying in my day. But you can do it. And I will support you to do it. Yes. But sometimes you, you didn't do. When we are doing, we say here, Paul our mantem. Paul our mantem is what? It's a very bad proverb to bring up when somebody is becoming zealous. If somebody is trying to be zealous and serve God and do something for God and you say that, hey, ja, 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 we've all done some of these things before. Nah, it's not you that today you are coming to save the world. Then you quench the person's fire. You should have said, continue. I agree with what the bishop is saying. Look, I say that if we don't go, you sit in your palace. Sit in your nice room and with your Samsung cave and be changing your channels. While the unbelieving world multiplies and multiplies. Mordecai's question is that, do you think you will escape more than everybody else? No, think not that you will escape in your father's house. Something can happen, something bad will happen to you. She became wise immediately. That's what must happen to you today. She, 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 she shook her head and said, there's wisdom in what you are saying. You are the one who even brought me here. You are the reason for where I am. Some of you had no job. Through counseling, you got a job. Now you can't come to church. Why? Then is it good that God blessed you? That's why sometimes, you see, the Bible says that Israel, God took them through a long journey to the promised land. They could have gone there in 40 days, but it took them 40 years. Why? Because he says, so that they will not come into their blessing at once. It's like they must, they must occupy the land slowly, gradually. Because if God was to drive out all the inhabitants, the land will be inhabited by beasts. And it will be more difficult contending with snakes, lions, tigers, all these type of animals than it will be to contend with human beings. To driving them out slowly. Don't think that if God blesses you, it's supposed to make you, now that you are, the blessing is the end. We are thinking of eternity. One day we shall stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Check all the letters written to the seven churches. Every one of them said, I know thy works. To the church in Laodicea, I know thy works. To the church in Theatira, I know thy works. To the church in Smyrna, I know thy works. To the church of the Philadelphians, I know. There was not even one church that he didn't mention, I know your works. He's always monitoring what we are doing. 
can't sit in the church. And when they give, we are going for outreach this Saturday. It's like, if you are a pastor, you, if you are not strong, and your heart is not strong, you won't do outreach. You will not organize Saturday afternoon, 3 p.m. We are going for soul winning. The same people who will not come for the outreach, organize picnic, organize bazaar, organize some eating games and something. You see them there. Hypocrites. I don't know your name, I'd have called it. And, and sometimes because of you, we can't do outreach. We are intimidated and afraid. You put you in a committee, you, you bring down every effort to when we are even doing so in a, a crusade or so winning or some effort like that your comments is not encouraging you'll be neutral and when you are neutral you are the same as someone who is negative that's why when we are preaching you have to say amen but when you say amen it means i concur with what you are saying i agree with what you are saying it's a good word and i i am adding my voice amen to it yes but you see that, you see the church outreach, no. When we are raising funds to go, we are going to the village. So even some people can think in their mind, what is the purpose of going to what, Wawa? Is it Wawa? Yeah, Wawa. What, what was the point? Have we finished saving the people in cantonments? They say it all the time. Yeah. Have we finished saving the people? But Labadi has more sinners than this village you have gone to. Think about others. Yeah. Because your jurisdiction is not just your Jerusalem, Cantonments and Labadi. Your, your jurisdiction is Judea, which is away from here. It includes Nima. Your Judea is Nima, Mamobi, going all the way. There must be people from Nima coming to your church. It's not far at all. Very, very near. We should have Sunday morning buses. Some people have gone to Nima and they have gone with the name of Jesus and under the banner of this ministry. And you are in Mamobi. You are in uh, Roman Ridge. You are at airport. You've gone to Jowulu. You have organized 10 people, 15 people. You put them on a bus. Sunday morning you are busing them here. For second service or whichever service that they can come into. And then they come and receive the word. Then they go back. They come. There will be no standing room in this hall. There will be no standing room. But if we don't think about others, we will finish. Go to your Samaria. Samaria may be going to even as far as Achimota. Um, what is that place called after Achimota? Is what? Domi Pilatu Nomone. Pokwase, going, 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 uh, then to the uttermost part, then you are going to Insawam. That's why there must be people here who have gone to Insawam to start a branch. They travel from here on Sunday morning and they go. If they don't have a place to stay there, they go there. I've done that before in my life. I can see you agree with what I'm saying. Yes. All the men are looking for money. If you look for money, you won't get it easily. And when you get it, the Bible says, for riches make themselves wings. 
And if you don't have God's wisdom, you are going to China with the loan. When you come back, you brought the things. You are now going to sell. Then the person who is selling for you, he is stealing small, 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 small. In the night, he goes to collect the key, takes the thing, go and sell it. By the time you sell everything, you look at them and say, ah, na loan swati ana. Has he reduced? What has happened to the loan? Then you go to a prophet. Every money that comes into my hand, as if somebody blows on it, I need you to pray for me. Then the prophet said, Show into before the woman, Elijah could minister to the woman. He said, Make for me fish. And when you make for me fish, I will also pray for you. And the food will never end. And his kana, loneliness, what you know. I was said, be my prophet. As you are you are going from the prophet, then you are thinking to yourself that yeah, Kusya. By the time your life is over, you see that you owe the bank more than you collected from them. Esther. Don't think that your blessing is just for you. Others must be on your mind. Finally, we go to Second Kings. Just, I'll touch and go. Yes. You remember the four lepers? How many remember the four lepers in Second Kings? These four lepers, the story has it that there was famine in Samaria, 2 Kings chapter 7. And these four lepers were outside the city because lepers are unclean. They have to be screaming, unclean, unclean when they are coming. So they've locked the gate, they are outside the gate, and the Syrians who are coming to attack them are also somewhere around. Then comes the prophet of the Lord, Elisha, and he proclaims, tomorrow by this time, things will be different. Then somebody even who works in the king's palace says that if God was to come down from heaven, this thing cannot happen. He said, you will see it, but you will never taste of it. May you be excluded from such a category. When there is a blessing, may you also enjoy some. And there were four leprous men. Second Kings 7, we are reading from verse 3. He says, at the entering of the gate, and they said one to another, why sit we here until we die? If we say we enter into the city, then there's famine in the city. And if we say we will stay here, famine will kill us. If we sit here, we will die. So why are we sitting here? And they said, now therefore come, let us fall Unto the host of the Syrians, if they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, 
we have died. Look, if we go to the city, famine will kill us. If we stay here, we don't have food, we will still die. If we go to the Syrians come to, we can die there because they can kill us being Jews. But whether we die in the city, we die here, or we die in the Syrians come, all die, be die. I think the logic was very good for them. So they took a gamble. As for the Syrians come, there's food there, there's water there. In the city, there's nothing there for us. And here too, there's nothing there. So chances are that there's more survival chances in the camp of the Syrians than where we are. So they said, okay, let us go. So they left. As they were going, the Bible says, God made the Syrians to hear the sound of a rushing mighty army. With horses and chariots. Then they said, hey, the king of Israel has gone to... uh, Hire soldiers from other nations and they are coming to kill us. So hey, everybody, take to your heels. So they ran and left their camp as they had it. So when these lepers came, there was nobody in the camp. So the Bible said they entered into this tent. Nobody is there. Maybe somebody was making some new stew, rice and stew, hot one. He has left it. The Bible said they ate then after that, they collected gold, silver, put it in their pocket. Then they went outside, then they went to hide it. Then they entered another tent. There was fresh food there. They ate some more. They took the gold, the silver, and they went and hid it. But listen to what happened. I don't know where this verse is. He says, Verse 9. Verse 9. And they said one to us, they were collecting their things. So they got to a place they said, No, we are too blessed. But then they said one to another, We do not well. We do not well. This day is a day of good tidings, and we hold our peace. You see, it has come again. Esther was. If, you, if thou altogether hold that, holdest thy peace. This one too, they talk about holding thy peace. And the church is also suffering from the same disease, holding our peace. He says, if we tarry till the morning, the morning light, some mischief will come upon us. This is the same thing that was said to Esther. Don't think that you will escape more than everybody if you don't step out. But I say, some mischief will come on us. Now therefore come that we may go and tell the king's household. And the story ends with they go to tell the king. The king sends people to come and spy. They say it's true. They come and collect all the things. They are free forever. But the lepers saw that they were blessed. Not just for themselves. But they were blessed to be a blessing. And they said we do not well. You see that's where we must come to. We do not well. As a church, as a people, we are too blessed. And it's hard work. And it's this hard work that the church runs away from. But we shouldn't run away from it. It is the way the master went. Should not the servant tread its tail. Go labor on. Spend and be spent. Thy joy to do thy master's will. It is the way the master went. Should not the servant tread still. He labored till the last. Why don't you want to labor for Jesus? No matter how old you are or how young you are, there is something you can do for the house of the Lord. 
no matter how old or young you are, there is something. The going is on all of us. Yes. We do not well. This day is a day of glad tidings. We also do not well. Today, this day, the day we are in, is a day of glad tidings. Salvation has come. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. That grace has appeared. That grace is still alive. That grace is there. People can still be changed. Drug addicts can still be transformed. Prostitutes can still be washed clean. I'm telling you, armed robbers can still surrender their tools by the, not by a gun, but by the power of the name of Jesus. But unless we go, they cannot be preached. And unless we preach, they cannot hear. And unless we, we, they hear, they cannot believe. And unless they believe, they cannot call. And unless they call, they cannot be saved. And when they are not saved, they cannot be added to the church. And when they are not added to the church, the church is empty. But when we add them to the church, they will also be trained. They will also be polished. They will also be taught. They will also become new. They will also be a new creature. All things will pass away. All things will become new. And then they will also go. They will send them forth. They will also go. And then they will go and they will preach. And when they preach, others will hear. And when they hear, they will call. They will believe. And when they believe, they will call. And when they call they will be saved. And when they are saved, they will be added to that. You see, this is, the church is a factory. And the production lines should not be broken. The church is a factory. Every week, there must be nothing less than 50, 20, 30, 15 people that are giving their lives to Christ. Always. Who are being established. Every week, there must be somebody you are calling you are checking on. You must come to church. Are you in church? I didn't see you in church. There'll be so I'm visiting somebody who didn't come. I'm checking up on that family. I didn't I've not seen them for three weeks. But if we hold our peace, some mischief will come upon us. But God will save us from mischief. If you and I will put others on our hearts and see that, like the lepers, you are blessed. But don't keep the blessing to yourself and keep hiding. Go from tent. It's like you have to read all the tents, collect all the silver. You, but it, you will finish the next evening. By the evening, the Syrians will see that ah, nobody has come to the camp and, and we have run away. Let's go back and spy to see whether our tents are still there. When they come, here are four lepers collecting things from room to room. What, what do you think will happen to them? Some mischief will come upon them. But they were wise enough to say, I can't keep it to myself. I got to go out and tell somebody. I can't keep it to myself. Somebody's lost and somebody's dying. I can't keep it to myself. I got to tell somebody else that they ought to know. Jesus loves them so, please. Tell somebody else. Tell somebody else. They got to know that Jesus loves them. The blessing of salvation cannot end with you. The blessing of a nice church cannot end with you. The blessing of a good job cannot end with you. The blessing of a church that is alive and is, is kicking, is, is doing something for God. That cannot end only with this location. No. There are more pastors here. There are more evangelists here. 
Don't sit at the back and every day, like the woman, polish the 99 coins until they are shiny. And that one lost coin is never found. May we step out there, think about others, live for others, love others, serve others, sacrifice for others, bring others to church, call others, pray for others, sacrifice for others. When Christ, the righteous judge, shall appear, he shall give you a crown of glory that does not fade. A crown of glory that does not fade. He will give it to you. And he will say to you, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of thy Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what time will allow us. Please stand to your feet. Let's close. Are you clapping for the master for his... For his truth that is still marching on. His truth is still marching on. Father, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you. Lift your hands to the Lord. Commit yourself to God and talk to him. Lord, I know I am blessed. I feel I'm blessed. The state I'm in is a blessed state. I am blessed. And today, I want to surrender my life to you to live for others to think about others to reach out to others bringing them salvation solving their issues adding them to the fold and also helping them to hear the messages that we hear every sunday father we thank you yes we commit ourselves to you Yes, Master. Yes, Lord. We give you thanks. We give you blessing. Oh, yes. Mashandarama Maria. Famiye niya wope. Oh, miye wo moja sumufo. Wote wo moja nato. Atomie, Heradie, Famie, Niaupe, Famie, Famie, Niaupe, Mocha, Somofo, Wodewo. Fami 
Famille, 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 Father, we give you thanks and blessing in Jesus' name. I pray for everyone here that others, others will be our focus. Others. May others be our focus. May we not settle on our leaves like Moab was settled on her leaves and was not poured from vessel to vessel so her scent remained in her yes deliver us and as a check take us from strength to strength from victory to victory until your work is done in Jesus name Amen clap your hands for Jesus